Welcome back to another episode of Consider This. This is your host, Elise Nicole. Today, we're talking about the scary power of stands, aka the problem of cult following. So what inspired me with this episode was if you are not up with the latest with the media right now, I believe the news broke out sometime over this weekend or Friday that Tom Holland and Zendaya apparently are a thing, which I personally am very stoked about. Love them both. Great actors. Honestly, just all around great people. I wish the best for them. And yeah, like I'm here for this relationship for sure. So I remembered a long, long time ago, he posted this photo. It wasn't anything scandalous. It was like the most simple photo you can actually think of. It was a picture of a golf course and there happened to be a girl that was in the photo and she was just standing there, cute casual outfit on. It just looked like she was just chilling with him while he's playing golf or something, or they're playing golf with each other. And I remembered, I was like, oh, that must be his girlfriend or something. And mind you guys, this was like last year. So it wasn't, it, this was a while ago. So originally I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's be honest, when you see the guy that you know, all girls are like, hands down, that is my man crush, like male crush. You know, sometimes we can get a little bit snappy when we see him with another girl. So I decided to do a little digging in the comments. I was like, I wonder how his fans think about this because Tom Holland, he's like a boy that all girls pretty much of all ages love. And when it comes to the pretty boy getting all the attention in the media, that can make the stands, quote unquote, go insane. So with everything breaking out about him and Zendaya kissing, I was like, okay, how are they going to react with this breakout? So I went to his comments and a lot of them were under the photo that he still has on his feed of the girl that he, a lot of people were saying in the comments that he broke up with, quote unquote. Don't know if that's true or not, honestly, why? <laughs> I feel like that would be true because why would he be kissing Zadea if he's still with her, you know? So there's a lot of people saying, yo, like delete this post. Like I thought you was Zendaya, like what's up with that? And then there was one comment saying, who's here because you saw the picture in the video of him Zendaya, guilty charge it was, so that was funny. But I couldn't help to realize there was so many comments that were there, like literally right when this post went up, you know, of his past girlfriend. And a lot of the comments were very nasty, like very like cruel being like, ah, I think her name was Nadia Parks. One person was like, F you Nadia Parks and Nadia Parks. And ah, why is he doing this to me? Da -da 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 -da. I just found it very uncomfortable how rude people were about this girl that they don't know, first of all. And second of all, at this time, when he posted this picture, like this was just something out of his life that he wanted to share with us that he's happy about. And then just think about how he may have felt if he saw the comments of people being like, ew, who is this? Ew, Tom, why are you dating her? Da, 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 da. It's just very rude, pick me, girl did not get picked type of vibe. And it's very embarrassing. So I wanted to talk about the power of stands who don't understand that at the end of the day, you're just a fan. Really all like you will be seen as with these celebrities 
when you don't know them on that level, that personal level, you know? That post, it reminded me of when I first had my firsthand experience of seeing true stands going berserk over their beloved star. The first time I saw this was Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. This was a long, long, long time ago when they first started dating. You know, everyone loved them. They were like the star couple because of High School Musical. And you know, Vanessa, she was like the sweet girl next door. Zac Efron was the sweet boy next door. So it was like the perfect dynamic duo. And I remembered I loved them as a couple. And it wasn't one of those things where I was like those girls under um, Tom's post being like, ew, Vanessa Hudgens, who is that? I loved her. Like, if you don't know me, I'm a high school musical fan. Like, I love them ever since the first movie came out. I watched the premieres. I even watched High School Musical 3 in the theaters. I was a stan. Like, <laughs> guilty as charged. I love High School Musical. So when they broke up, yeah, I was bitter about it. You know, seven-year-old me was like, why? I think I was seven. I was like, why? No. And like, that's... When you're seven years old and you see your star couple break up, heck, that is a reasonable and predictable reaction to that. But you know, when you get older, it's like, okay, well, whatever, bygones be bygones, it's whatever. But I remembered, I just wanted to know why so bad because there was never a, this like there was never a, you know, straight up answer of it just didn't work out. He or she said something like that. So like, I literally dug everywhere and I think I was like 11 around this time. I was just very curious. Like I just want the people that just want to know because I just want to know. So I went looking around and I came across this interview that Vanessa Hudgens um, did when people were asking like, so why did it not work out between you and Zac Efron? She was saying, first of all, like it was just a lot with his fans, like they were crazy. She didn't say that word for word, but that's the gist of what she was saying. His fans were going crazy when they started dating and some of them were taking it in the wrong way. It's basically what she's saying. And it got too much with him and the girls just going crazy, go stupid over him. So she couldn't handle it. So she broke it off. I was like, that makes a lot of sense because at least from an outsider perspective, it seems to me that their relationship was great until they were the stars on the rise at that time. And people just wanted Zach so, so bad. He was the star, literally. He was the go-to boy at that point, the golden boy, like how Tom Holland is now. So of course, all the girls who want to be with him and all the girls who want to be Vanessa Hudgens because she was with him. So I can understand how it's just got way out of control. And I don't blame her if she did call it quits because of that, because as soon as the stands get control over not only the, what's the word? The presence of a star, like they're always there. They're always like at your doorstep, could be literally or figuratively, because some of them will take it to that level. And the death threats and all of that, stands will go to the end of the face of the earth. It doesn't even matter if the earth is flat or a sphere. They will to the end of the earth for their beloved star. And sadly, in Zac Efron's and Vanessa Hudgens' case, they'll literally just come at her and be like, ah, break up with him. And mind you, predominantly, a lot of these stands are like young. So it can be really weird because it's like this guy is like 
25 and you're like five, like shut up, <laughs> like that's gross. Um, but yeah, it's really crazy. And this leads me to my next example of how stands really not only just indulge themselves with their celebrities' lives, but then it gets to a point where they start messing with celebrities' relationships. That's the case with Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens, but that's also the case that happened with Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Now, I'm not saying with their case that that's predominantly what ended their relationship because relationships are relationships. There's probably other stuff that factored into that, but I do believe the power of his stance definitely just got in the way of their relationship because number one, I remember the news that broke out that was saying she was getting death threats from his fans because she was just dating him. Like, that's insane. And honestly, it's just like, predominantly a lot of these people that are sending those death threats are number one, very insecure, very just indulged in their celebrities' lives, or they just simply don't have a life. And that's all they know is just messing with their celebrities' life as much as they can to make it seem like they are seen by their celebrity and they are known, <laughs> whether it's bad or good. They just want to be known and seen by a celebrity. And sadly, people will go to that measure. And that's sadly what happened with Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. And honestly, at the point in their lives when they were on and off, I think that's probably why Selena Gomez kind of just want to shut the door on that because it's a lot when you have not only your fan base, but then your significant other fan base that is kind of trying to one up on you because you're simply dating him. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It can get scary because there's some people that will go to measures that are way out of hand. And that's why I feel like the power of stands can be very, very, very harmful. And honestly, I feel like celebrities try their best to try to like you know die down all of that you know wreck havoc type of behavior but at the end of the day the stands are people just like us and there's only so much celebrities can do to kind of just tell their fans hey can y'all like chill out with that like um justin bieber he this is just moving from the relationship, but now to just celebrity themselves with their own lives without their significant others. You know, he's huge. He's a huge star. Like he's been a huge star ever since he was young. And this kid, he's always been the spotlight. And honestly, I can see how that kind of took a toll on his mental health. And that's why I'm proud of Justin for being open about that and not trying to beat around the bush. Like he said, yeah, I was a messed up kid. I'm not going to lie, but I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to get better. And that's why I appreciate Haley Bieber, his wife, like, you know, is there trying to bring out the best of him. And that's what a relationship is supposed to be like. So that's why I admire their, um, their relationship like that. And I remember there's a video. I can't remember where I saw it, but there's a video of him simply going back to his New York apartment, I believe. And there are some fans outside that really wanted, you know, just to, you know, autograph from Justin Bieber and talk to him and da 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 da. And I feel like a lot of stands forget celebrities are just as much as people as we are. The only difference is they are known by a lot of more people than you and they have a lot of money 
and they can live at these high mansions and all that. But when you take all that away, they're just a person. So Justin, being the sweetheart he was, he kindly said to them, but like still delivering the message like sternly, hey guys, like, can y'all, this is my home. Like, can you guys kind of give me some space, please? Like he looked like, he literally looked like he's came back from a long trip or long work at the studio. And just think of it as your perspective. If you're coming home from a nine to five, I don't think you wouldn't be welcomed by a bunch of fans wanting to take pictures and all that. And a lot of stands will take that as, oh, they were rude to me. Well, I mean, you're over here in their face trying to snap pictures and talking to them when they clearly look very tired. And you could just come by another day or just another time when you see them. And I know stands just start getting really mad because they're not only is their celebrity not wanting to give them the attention they want, it's not what they need, what they want, but then it just seems like figuratively and literally, they're getting less and less closer to their celebrity and that is what drives them, is the closeness they have to their celebrity as possible to the point where they are in their lives. So I can see if him saying that could drive one of his stands to be like, kind of tweeting around like he was rude. He didn't give me enough closeness like I wanted because I feel like I'm owed that because I done this and that. When really celebrities don't owe us anything because at the end of the day, we don't have any authority over them. We're not their, they're not, we're like what? Like it's very annoying when people do feel like you owe them something. That could just be a regular everyday life, asking money, not even asking for money, just kind of trying to be around the bush of like, can I borrow and really just give me some money? And they never pay you back. Like it's one of the things where like, you're indebted to them. It's like, I have to have what I need from you because you have this stance in social media or this stance in this area of industry. And I know you can give it to me. So why not give it to me? Number one, it's not your choice to decide that for that person in that stance. That's their choice. If they don't want to give you the money, they don't have to give you the money. If they don't want to give you a picture, they don't have to give you a picture because that is them being a person. <laughs> and I feel like that's where the power of standship, I guess we can call, can get off control. People can forget that these are everyday people trying to make a living just like we are. And it can be a lot from the celebrity side. And I only say that as someone that kind of is good at studying this type of, you know, material and just being very observant of celebrities is I know it could be crazy of having people always in your face be like, you owe me a picture, you owe me an autograph. And it's like, what if they just simply want to take a nap right now? Like, oh my gosh, please. So yeah. I feel like stands can be very harmful to the celebrity and to the people that are the stands themselves. Like I can only imagine how their mentality is just built around one person in their life that literally does not know them. <laughs> like with the whole Tom Holland thing, when I saw those comments under that post, that is simply, it wasn't, and guys, like I said, it wasn't even a scandalous photo. It was literally her standing in a casual outfit on the golf course, that's it. But no, people over here saying F you, Nadia Parks, and 
why are you doing this to me, Tom? Like, we're supposed to get married. There's some people that take that literally, and that's scary, because it's like, you don't know him, and you he doesn't know you. So it's like, can we calm that down? So it's, <laughs> it's a lot, and there's definitely a mentality that can be pushed really hard in that area of this social media space, which I feel like is so important to be aware of, which is why I'm talking about it. Um, cause they can get really crazy. Um, which leads me to this other side of fan behavior, which is cult following. I am more aware of this type of term in the YouTube space because I believe it's, that's where it's the most, like, at least one of the spaces that I know of, it's the most, um, harmful. And there've been a lot of media coverage about Gabby Hanna, Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star. Like these people are in the media in and out of the week. And it's, it's annoying because I'll tell you now, I don't like Gabby Hanna. I don't like Jeffree Star. I don't like Shane Dawson because those people are terrible. They're terrible people. Like, <laughs> I don't need to go in. Honestly, if you really want to know who they are, go watch a D'Angelo Wallace video. You're welcome. He breaks it down. He literally shows you the true sides of these social creators. They are terrible, like literally. But what's so annoying is, I'm going to use Shane Dawson as an example. He has a racist past. It's so obvious. It is there. It's always been there. His weird relationship with underage girls is disgusting and that's there um and he basically got blown out of the water when all that came to surface last year i believe and from what i was knowledge is that his channel would be deleted and i thought that was going to happen but now he david dobrink us he's coming back apparently which i have a problem with now, there is a lot of controversial conversations about, oh, but what about change? What if da, 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 da. I'm like, here's the thing. Literally, people do not learn when something they done was wrong until you really push them to the, to honestly the counts of what they need to serve. So like, with them kind of slapping his hand saying, don't do it again with temporarily banning his channel, but then bringing it back. It's like, is it, did he really learn? Is he actually going to stop? Because we don't know behind closed doors if he has really changed because media can only so show us one side, literally. But his following, the thing with cold following is a lot of those people, they stick to one side that is good in their eyes about their social creator and they lean in on that only. It doesn't matter if he did one bad thing one day, he'll be forgiven the next because that is what his following does. He could say the n-word one day, people made mistakes, blah, blah, blah. then his fans will forgive him the next day. And it's like, what? And what makes me annoyed is that YouTube could literally delete someone's channel for example, a black creator's channel who's literally done nothing wrong in their history of YouTube. But someone who's had a controversial racist past who literally only had their channel banned for 
a couple of months, then you say that he can come back to it. Like, what is that? That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, there's not a set parameter of this person did this, this is what happens to them. It's like, it's always up in the air. And sometimes the conclusion does not make sense or it's not right. And that's what's annoying to me. And YouTube's dictation of how long someone will be held accountable for what they have done is based on what are they bringing to YouTube? Aren't they bringing more of our viewers back to watch on our app? Why would we want to get rid of that? The more controversial, the more controversial money we have in our um, bank. Like that's really how YouTube sees it. You're like, yes, he has a racist past. Yes, he's controversial, but that's good for our view count. That's good for our revenue from ads. So why not keep them? That's really how they be seeing this. And it's very annoying. And guys, I'm telling you capitalism, <laughs> it's really uh, chewing in these streets. So yeah. Literally, fan behavior can drive people to a whole nother mindset that can be very, very harmful. And I feel like it's so important as people that love our creators, that love these big people, let's not idolize them because people are going to let you down sooner or later because we're all human. There's gonna be someone that's gonna mess up without a doubt. So with fan behavior, I feel like it's better to have supporters. That's why I love calling my YouTube subscribers and followers on Instagram is supporters and listeners, you. I like calling you a supporter. I would never want to call people fans because it's just, it just has a very bad connotation with it in some areas of media. Um, but I feel like it's important to give social creators and um, famous people their space because at the end of the day, they're doing the job that a lot of introverts would not want, which is media always having their eyes on you, no matter where you go. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much all this episode will be about. I hope you guys liked it. And honestly, if you have any more thoughts you'd like to share about this topic, I would love to communicate with you guys through Consider This Media's Instagram. It's literally Consider This Media, all lowercase. Feel free to DM us. We ask again, always stay respectful. We all have our own opinions. We can always agree to disagree. But again, we share a space to share our thoughts here in all respect. And that's on period. And yeah, guys, I hope you guys have a great Sunday and a great summer so far. And again, feel free to follow us on our social medias and the host social media as well are always linked to the description of this podcast and follow us on all of our listening platforms that are available to you to keep up with consider this that's it for me peace out friend